This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Didn't I turn it back? I didn't know what I was watching when I was a kid, but I watched the Jeffersons all the time. Man, that's a classic. I uh, I usually remember what my watching habits were and what time. I feel like the Jeffersons came on about 5 o'clock on WGN. So I think maybe they were on after the Cubs a lot. Maybe that's why I watched so much. It might movie. have been. I don't know. But that, Good Times. You never watch a lot of Good Times. Oh, and I tell you what, on Saturday was, morning, J- was Good Times Jimmy Watt was JJ yes, Walker. That was JJ. Okay, I did watch a little yeah. bit of it because I was definitely familiar with Dynamite. Yeah, as a kid, but so but I was watching reruns, right? When, when were when were those shows new? Because I was definitely not watching them at seven o'clock at night. Were those shows new in the seventies, or were, did they actually bleed in the eighties? I, I think they were in the uh, the seventies. They, they may have. I'm, I'm thinking the seventies. They may have bled into the early eighties. Yeah, yeah. But they, I assume they were on prime time, right? Yeah. yeah, and I tell you what, some of the the, the uh, material and stuff like that that definitely c- you cannot use now. Uh, yeah, all in the family and all of that. You can't even you couldn't even play The Office now. No, you know just with the, some of the things that you know. You know Michael Scott was saying things in that show to purposely be over the top, but you couldn't even get away with it in that mentality you anymore know, as a comic. It's kind of like you know with uh, George Carlin, which I love. Oh my goodness! You know, the seven words you can't say on television now yeah. they say them on television. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. Well, I mean, like FX will say almost anything. Yeah, uh, true. Like, I don't know when the S word became such a regular thing on television. Like, it's like, what, what did, like, BS and that? Like, yeah. Like, I'm, I don't want to, in my personal life, all the time, I have the worst mouth in the world. I'm an F-bomb dropper. You, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> but it's amazing how we could cut that off. I mean... At a dime when you're in a, a professional setting. Knock on wood, 14 years. I haven't said it on the air. Yes. I haven't said anything on the air. I've said some things on the air. I didn't know we're going on the air because like equipment issues out at a game, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't cuss them. You had some hot mic air. I had some hot mic <laughs> issues, but it was just like, I don't know what's wrong. You know, you're just like complaining. Yeah. About but fortunately I didn't drop any bombs. <laughs> you know, we just, you just have to come. Now I've had people cuss on my show. Uh-huh. You know, I think a couple people thought it was a web radio series or something oh. that one actor a long time we had, we had this actor he i'll get i'll get press release all the time do you want to have so-and-so on mm-hmm. and this guy was uh he was doing something good and it was the very beginning of the show and it was sam something and i got it because he had been in decatur back in uh i don't know five years before that Layla Ali had come to remember when Layla yes, Ali was yes as a matter of fact i worked security that when he had the Decatur Club okay. for the uh, Biggest Loser. So Okay, yeah, well, that's what it was. So he was part of that group. Okay. So that's why the press release came out to people in Decatur. But he was just promoting, like, a movie he was in. Mm-hmm. And it sent us a, a trailer. But it was like a web-only movie. It was trying to get picked up. I was like, oh, we'll have this guy on. Man, he cussed all over the place. Did he really? Yeah. As a matter of fact, when Layla <laughs> here, uh, Curtis Conway. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, they were they're they're dating, weren't they? Yeah, no. Are uh, they married? They were, they're married. Or they I were think, or they I, are? I think they were married at the time. I think. Curtis Conway scores a touchdown, rips his helmet off, gets a penalty. They lost that game, right? Yeah. Yeah. figure. <laughs> we remember the uh, brutal losses. <laughs> gets a penalty, kickoff. Uh, they get the penalty after the kickoff, and they need like 18 yards to kick a field goal and win because Conway celebrated by ripping his helmet off. <laughs> He's a pretty good receiver. Yeah. All right, it's top of hour two. Hour two, we'll give some love to him, even though uh, it's not technically today, but uh, Dale South Lake Pharmacy and – uh, Bory Law Offices. Uh, these are they don't they don't technically sponsor on Thursday, but float them some love. Probably missed them a time or two over the weeks. Big thanks to Andy Bory, Bory Law, four two two twenty four hundred, uh, specializing in bankruptcy, family law, Dale South Lake Pharmacy in South Shores, Coley's Corner Drugs up north in Forsyth, where Erica mans the ship, uh, and uh, they've got you covered. Uh, great spots to do some shopping, uh, and uh, of course all your pharmaceutical needs. Big thanks to them for uh, for all the support. All right, we're we're looking at six. Day. What's happened in Alaska? We, we have, there has never ever been an issue in Alaska with getting votes in. In fact, it's usually just, all right, polls are now closed in Alaska at two o'clock in the morning and it's a Republican state. You know, I don't know what's, 
don't know what's going on there, but they've they've only tallied forty seven. They don't even have half their votes counted. Maybe because it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is cold every day of the year. <laughs> so there's no reason that they. It's Thursday. We we voted on Tuesday. Now, if it was like ninety six percent, then I'd treat them like I'm treating everybody else, like Nevada. Um, and there's six electoral votes. Uh, for the first time in two days, we got an update. They counted five more percent, four or five more percent. They're at 89 percent, and Biden has, uh, it was 7,500 last we checked. It's now at about, quick math, 12, 12, yeah, 11,500. So Biden stretched his lead by about 4,000 votes. So there's still 11 percent to come in. Arizona, where Trump had been closing and closing, they're at 86 percent, and Trump is down about 67 and change, 67,000 votes and change. Um, North Carolina, I, I feel like they can just call this one. There's 5 percent left, and Trump is up about 80,000 votes. I mean, I'm no expert, but that one hasn't gotten any closer in a while, and, and there's only 5 percent of the vote left to come in. But Georgia. Georgia keeps getting tighter. It does. But the number is we're down to 2% uh, of votes left. They're at 98%, and the president is leading by 9,500 votes with only 2% left. Probably not going to get there, but that's going to be an automatic recount. Oh, yeah. I think under 10,000, you know, that's from what I've learned in the last 48 hours. Typically, anything under 10,000 is an automatic recount when oh, it comes to a presidential state. That word recount and me. Yeah. Ugh. Probably going to kick the door down and leave. <laughs> and then there's uh, Pennsylvania, which at 2.30 in the morning on Wednesday morning, Tuesday night, the president took the podium and claimed the victory for the entire race. Hmm. Uh, he was up 750,000 votes. But all along, they told us this before, the mail-in is Democratic. Mm. The in-person, he was going to be ahead. Wait, you know, wait for it. But it looked like even, even to people on the Democratic news channels was like, okay, 750 is bigger than we think. And maybe it was. But it is close to less than 100,000 votes. Uh, unlike Atlanta and their 9,000 votes, this one's about 90,000 votes. But there's 7% of the vote left in Pennsylvania. Yeah. They said it's still probably, you know, close to a, to a million, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When I last checked on CNN, they had said, uh, for Pennsylvania, about 500,000 left. No. Although they got like an update of it. Because they did get said, an update. It was a million. So okay. they said about like 375 around there. It's between that. And then for Georgia, I think it's important to note that there are about uh, just over 40,000 votes left to tabulate. For the whole state. For the whole state. And with them being uh, 9,000 down. What? Do they know where they are? Uh, they were. They had said it just a bit ago. I'd have to go back. He's talking about it right now, but... This guy's uh, becoming a superstar. He really is. But with <laughs> down 9,000, it is important to note that Joe is doing around getting 60% of the mail-in votes right now. So, uh, so down nine with 40 to go. Down nine, 40 to go, getting about 60%. And some of those areas are Democratic-controlled areas. So 60% of 40 is 24,000, which would be about 24 to 16, which is an 8,000 advantage. Like He might lose by 1,000 votes. It, it, it could be inside 1,000 votes. That's if it's right at 60%. We will most likely whole, get a recount a, no matter what, though. For a state that is going to be close to just under 5 million votes, to be that close. Um, it is, wouldn't be crazy if Joe won, but we would definitely well, have a One vote in a local uh, sheriff's race is still crazier than less than 1,000 in a state's presidential race, though, right? Yes. Be one vote, that's, that's and I know there's been counts and recounts, and mm -hmm. we counting these and counting those, but, but, but ultimately... You won by one vote, right? That's what that's what's in paper in the history books. Right now. It is, and uh, that people, should be national news. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it was a we we beat the trend before the trend, as we see. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, we are. I would say we're so split. I mean, that, this kind of shows this might be, and there has been one race in history where the electoral vote was separated by one when there was less. We haven't had, but it, it really could be like two seventy to. To 268. I mean, it's. Yeah. We yeah. may get that projection tonight, though. We may. Nevada is. Oh, we were Nevada getting it last probably, night, too. Nevada is probably not going to finish with. They've got a couple days, probably, from what they said. Like, we may not get Nevada, but Georgia. I think Nevada. And I think Pennsylvania. I, we Nevada's getting in the car, and they're driving <laughs> to a box, and they're bringing back one tally at a time, and everybody's. They're, they're quadruple checking it. 
Then they're putting it in the machine, and then they eat a sandwich. And then it's Steve's <laughs> turn to get in the car and drive down the road and get the one ballot. Nevada, this, it's ridiculous what's happening in Nevada. In, in 48 hours, you've given us 5% of your of your votes. Like, Are you even trying? It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, we know Arizona. You know, Nevada, you know, you know how many total votes have been cast in Nevada? Or is it Nevada? Whatever it is. 1.1 million. That's how many total votes have been cast there, and they're at 89%. Georgia counted 1.3 million like in the last 12 hours. Mm-hmm. So what? The fact that Georgia three volunteers finished before them, and could, that could be the deciders. I mean, Wait, Georgia and Pennsylvania are going to be the deciders tonight. I think we're going to get it tonight. Are there three volunteers? And it's those girls that sit around the bar that look for look for you. Wait for Look for it. single guys. Wait for is it. That, is, that, is, that, is that who the volunteers are? They're like, ah, I'm not going to be back for a minute. Who would have thought the state with six electoral votes was going to be the one that could possibly decide, although? I hope it doesn't come. I don't think it. it's going to I don't want to them to have that. I don't know if it's a moment in the sun or not. See what happened in Arizona last night? That where they're counting in mm-hmm. Phoenix, they've got, it was peaceful, but. It was, I guess, oh, Trump people. It was peaceful. It just yeah, didn't make any yeah, like sense. Trump supporters, I should say, not Trump people, but Trump supporters. I, I mean. I just don't get how you can say in one state count the votes and one state stop the votes. Yeah, you know, but you know, Stop being logical. Yeah. But, but, but if you're a supporter in a state where your candidate is making a comeback, you know, they were down and they're coming back. What, I don't understand. Why are you corralling around a building of volunteers that are tabulating votes? Where your candidate's making a comeback with guys with semi-automatic rifles around their necks. Yeah. Who are you? What are you? How do you know those people in there aren't Trump supporters? Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, is you have um, uh, both parties are in there um, as far as making sure that everything is done correctly. Yeah. There's a Republican and Democrat. Yes. That that every time there's a, a ballot that has any question mark, yes. they have to both come look at it. Exactly. So people that don't feel the the, the circle in the right way, or if it's extra crinkly and they've got to stretch it out and maybe have to modify, yeah. you know, they, they, there's somebody from each party and they're verifying every one of these. That's why it feels like, does it seem like it'd be really easy to, to somehow cheat for a community? It seems like it probably would be, but there's always going to be people around that are going to say, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. I, I feel like you wouldn't get away with it. This is a, this conspiracy world that we live in is also a world of greed where everybody wants to give the answer to the news agency and get the paycheck, yeah. where everybody wants to to write the book and get the paycheck. Yeah. You can't get away with anything. No. Trump had a conversation with Billy Bush, and not only did he not get away with saying it, we have audio of it. You know, it's like you can't really get away with any just guy-to-guy conversation. you got to look around. you to look around and see who's paying attention. <laughs> or maybe if there's a microphone on. I don't know. But um, I think I updated all the states. North Carolina, I'd say... That's probably the president's. I feel like it looks like Biden's going to have to perform on this last 2% at like a 65% clip. We're going to have a recount in Georgia. That's going to take forever. And whatever's going on in, in Pennsylvania, I mean, Trump's suing everybody in Pennsylvania and still winning. And still can't count Arizona yet, even though. Even though Fox News, though of Fox, all people, are. Which Fox could end up projecting the winner before, and it could just be a mess. I just keep waiting for somebody to just go, you know, let's just go with it. <laughs> let's just say so-and-so won. Uh, but Alaska, apparently, uh, the, the dogs are fetching every vote sing it, you know, individually out of the, you know, like, okay, uh, Manuk, uh, you're going to have to run down with the dogs and, and empty this, this drop-off spot, but don't bring them all back. <laughs> we'll wait until dinner to, to count a few more. 47% in. Just, just make it red. They just got to get to like sixty percent. He's got him. You know that hasn't moved since yesterday either. Twenty four hours. It's crazy. What, what's happening? And that's a Republican state that's going to be a Republican state. That's not in connection with these other states of Biden's making a comeback. And which state is that? Alaska. Oh yeah. What are, what are they trying to do? They're trying to be the last ones or something? What if it came down to that? It'd be awful. Got to wait on Alaska and their seventy five votes. <laughs> <laughs> 21 and counting i'm just i don't maybe they just want everybody to get to the point where we, they don't care who the president is <laughs> just give us somebody that's not going to happen though two split we get a break oh did they finally call maine yeah they gave that to joe yesterday i said that yesterday but cnn hadn't called it when i went home last night so well, C- posted on twitter that they gave it to him 
I mean, that's what it adds up to. Maybe the guy was just pulling that one up for some other reason. I don't know, but they had it too close at the time. But, yeah, it looks like Biden got all three main. Yeah, CNN is waiting to the very last second for all of these. Yeah, they do not want to get yelled at by the president. <laughs> which I, yeah, which I feel like four years ago they would have already called Arizona. Uh, probably. And who knows? They might have called Alaska and Nevada in each direction, too, just to get ahead of it. But looks like accuracy matters now. All right, how about a, you want to get a break now? We can get a break now. We're leading up to Joey Wagner. You sticking around one more segment? Yeah, I can stick around. What should we talk about with the sheriff? Do you have an ask a guy? I haven't, but I would love that. If you've got one, I'll, I'll let you ask me one. I, I, I don't have many to waste because me and Courtney were going to do it today, but we don't have a whole lot I of time. I think you and Courtney have probably didn't cover them all, but. Oh, there's no way we covered them all. <laughs> you got to have a lot of questions for white guys. <laughs> we uh, have no idea what's going on sometimes. Socks and sandals, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a timeout. 22 and County, we get one more three-day weather forecast with the Sheriff Tony Brown. Do this one like your Courtney Carson. That's your weather music. Tonight. <laughs> Clear with the low around 45. Friday, Sunday with a high near 74. And Saturday, sunny with a near high near 74. Stay blessed, blessed and yeah. productive. Yeah. Keep hope alive. <laughs> and everybody stay vote. healthy and love. Yeah, and stay healthy and love. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Sheriff Tony Brown. <laughs> Celebrities doing the weather. O'Shea Builders has been providing Central Illinois with high-quality commercial construction services since the turn of the century. No, not this century. Last century. Since 1900, 120 years of experience to get your commercial project done the right way. O'Shea can handle all of your commercial construction projects, from simple building repairs to new construction. You can visit their office on East North Street across from the ADM Training Center or visit O'SheaBuilders.com. That's O-S-H-E-A to get started today. Hi, JR here from Speed Lube, and I'm just like you. I don't like waiting around for something to get done either. At Speed Lube, we pride ourselves in offering you the best customer service experience in as little time needed, featuring quality Pennzoil motor oil. Speed Lube and Pennzoil are two names you can trust to keep your vehicle running at tip-top shape regardless of the weather. Stop in and visit us at any of our six convenient Decatur area locations or our shops in Lincoln and Clinton and get your Pennzoil oil change today at Speed Lube. If you think all checking accounts are the same, think again. With First Mid Bank and Trust, you can earn cash back for everyday purchases. It's so easy. You can also get identity theft and fraud assistance, so you don't pay extra for valuable protection. First Mid even has an account designed with students in mind. With online and mobile tools, plus convenient locations in most Illinois college towns, we make banking simple. Compare the checking options at First Mid to see how you could be getting more. Member FDIC. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Well, Elvis in the house. Got a text in. Supposed to tell you, agony, misery, and heartbreak are looking for you. Ah, Fort Knox, Kentucky. I have no idea what it meant. Yeah, it's those, those hills in that Fort Knox, Kentucky. Okay. Yep. I also, was, also had if you ain't AIT there. if you ain't Kev, you ain't stuff. It was also there too. As Adam. No. Ah. No, Sean. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cavalry scout. That's what I am. I, don't, <laughs> I still don't know what that means. Cavalry scout in the military. That's yes, a. Yes, that's a. That's a. Delta. Yeah, that's, that's a my, title? That's my, that's my uh, uh, MOS in the military. That's what I did for a job. Which means what? What did you do? Basically, I was the eyes and ears of the Army. So, really? Yes. Uh, what we did is we went out before everyone else and uh, spotted the enemy and uh, gave the data back. Where did you do that at? Um, I did my basic in AIT at Fort Knox, Kentucky. And uh, once I left there, my permanent duty station was uh, Fort Polk, Louisiana. You didn't have to go overseas or anything? No, no. Right time? Mm-mm, yeah. 
so the bad guys you found were uh, just in Louisiana? Well, actually, had to go to <laughs> NTC out in uh, oh, okay. Fort Urban, California. Gotcha. Where the big tarantulas and tent city and all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> is there anything other than the pride about the military? Is, is it is it awesome or is it just get through it? You know what? Um, I look back at it now as awesome. Yeah, it was. It, you know, first of all, to, to be able to seriously. Say I this proudly, is the army we're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, to, to proudly serve your country, and to make so many friends, and just uh, it has helped me out so much uh, in life because you've met just about any kind of type of person yeah. uh, that you're able to encounter. I was a coward. I was never going to do that. Huh? But I was the most cowardice of cowards. I was like, nah. I was scared to talk to the recruiters. I didn't want them to think I was possible. <laughs> like, go leave home. I'm an only child. Like, leave leave home and do what? Yeah. I, I tell you Go what, do though, what's way worse than football practice? <laughs> I tell you what, though, um, it's it's, it's a, probably one of the greatest um, uh, things I've ever done. Yeah? Yes. Um, well, I won't get any deep conversations with it, but I do like the war between different branches. Like what Army guys talk smack about Marine guys, right? Mm-hmm. Marine guys talk smack about – is it back and forth with Marine guys? Or yes. Do, okay. And I don't think the Marines can say too much about the Navy guys because they're on the ship with them. Oh, is that right? A lot of times. <laughs> I don't always know. And then the Air Force, they're so spoiled. I, <laughs> they are. When I, when I uh, uh, was going to NTC and we flew into the uh, the Air Force base and we uh, went to the uh, the mess hall, they called it the dining area. Yeah. But they had actual people picking up our trays and cleaning up behind us. And I'm like, that was like not usual. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, I pitched it. I, I picked the, uh, the, the wrong branch. So everybody talks smack about the Coast Guard until you have a plane go down in the ocean? Is that oh, yeah. how it works? I, yeah. I'll tell you what, but I watched the, uh, you ever see that movie with Kevin Cars, uh, oh, yeah. Guardian? Oh, I love that. It's movie. a phenomenal movie. It is, it is. Made me look Ashton at the Coast Kutcher. It, 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 it made me look at the Coast Guard a lot different. Yeah. No, I, I, I was, me too. Like I probably, at the time, never really counted Coast Guard because it felt like they always just got, it was always four branches of the military. Uh-huh. Now people, I feel like, officially count the Coast yes. Guard. You know who the toughest ones are? Space Force. They're the they're the tough ones. Space Force. Yeah. Be like the Jetsons here pretty soon. They're gonna get made fun of the most, aren't they? <laughs> Members of the Space Force. Is there gonna be anything that ticks off a Marine more than a than a guy that says, oh, I was in the military, I was in the Space Force. It, you know what? I think I think those are those conversations you just need to shake your head, turn around and just walk away. <laughs> just leave it alone. <laughs> you can't quote silence. Space is cool, but I feel like uh, well, you're, you're tough when you go in the military. But that's going to be more scientists, right? Space Force. Uh, I would until we got something to fight. <laughs> Space Force. I uh, couldn't believe that was the name of it. I don't know, that's just the most shocking thing to me. That's what, that's what we called it. Almost like Space Ghost. You remember that cartoon? Yeah, yeah, or a TV show of any kind. Space Ghost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for hanging out. And, uh, you know, keep it 90 minutes with us. Appreciate it. Man, I, I enjoyed it. It's good to hang out. Yeah. We, uh, we forgot, not your fault at all. You would know, but, uh, that last weather was brought to you by, uh, uh, O'Shea Builders and they're born to build. Big thanks to O'Shea Builders for sponsoring us and being on, on board. I should have jumped in and said that sponsorship. Dominique had to remind me. So big thanks to them, born to build. And, um, we got you to drop some weather and Courtney's job is safe. <laughs> yes. Friday. <laughs> he goes, Friday. I go, put a little inflection this time. And he goes, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We go, we got to go team up on Courtney on his pool table when he's healthy. That again. sounds good. And, uh, tell Courtney I drink three waters. Uh, well, you just said that on air. I put a bunch of water in this Coke can. You, you said <laughs> earlier that you, you brought a Coke in. Yeah. Well, there's water in it. Yeah. I filled it with water. <laughs> Good hanging out. Yeah, good hanging out with you, too. <laughs> Sheriff Chubby Brown checks out. Joey Wagner will join us next on the phone. Don't go anywhere. Uh, more to come. Eric Lee's show with uh, Chubby Brown in. Not, not Richland's Courtney Carson. Brought to you by Earthmover Credit Union. Hiring can be challenging, but ZipRecruiter makes it fast and easy. We talked to Monica Starks, who needed to hire for a pivotal role at her company, GS Group. As the owner of a construction company, finding the right people is a very difficult task. So I use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology identifies the right people for your job and actively invites them to apply, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. Monica did, and that's how she found Lamont, her new project superintendent. 
The job is so perfect for me. I had a career breakthrough. I would have never found this job if it wasn't for ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, we've hired everyone from accountants to project managers to field scientists. With ZipRecruiter, we get hiring results. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash try. As the primary entrance for most homes, the garage door is estimated to operate over 1,800 times per year. To ensure your garage door is always in top-notch condition, let the professionals at Midstate Overhead Doors help with the garage door tune-up. A simple once-per-year preventative maintenance inspection can improve safety conditions, reduce repair costs, and increase the life expectancy of a garage door opener, garage door parts, and hardware. And it's so easy to do. Just give Midstate Overhead Doors a call at 422-8030. That's 422-8030. Midstate Overhead Doors. Buyers and Company on WSOY. Your son, Michael, I got a chance to see him on Friday and have a conversation. Couldn't have been more happy to see him, uh, knowing that he's doing well, you know, family growing and, and all of that. But we know what the other end of this is. Too. Yeah, let me tell you, it took Michael down, too. I mean, bad enough that you're dealing with it. When you got your son dealing with it, it humbles. Buyers and Company, weekday mornings 6 to 9 on WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, and streaming live at nowdecatur.com. How would you like to have a say in how your donations are used in our community? With the Community Foundation of Macon County's Give 365 Giving Circle, you do. Through the Give 365 Giving Circle, when you donate just a dollar a day for a year, you have a vote in how the funds are used. Just think of all of the good you can do for our community organizations, schools, seniors, kids, the arts, food banks, animals, and so much more with $365 a year. You can donate monthly or a one-time payment. And when your donations are combined with other Give 365 Giving Circle donations, we can do even more for the community. Let's work together to make a more powerful impact. Donate for yourself, with your spouse, or as a family or group to make a difference. Sign up for the Community Foundation of Macon County's Give 365 Giving Circle today and have your say at MaconCountyGives.org. Hi, JR here from Speed Lube, and I'm just like you. I don't like waiting around for something to get done either. At Speed Lube, we pride ourselves in offering you the best customer service experience in as little time needed, featuring quality Pennzoil motor oil. Speed Lube and Pennzoil are two names you can trust to keep your vehicle running at tip-top shape regardless of the weather. Stop in and visit us at any of our six convenient Decatur area locations or our shops in Lincoln and Clinton, and get your Pennzoil oil change today at Speed Lube. You're not in this alone. We're all in this together. For parents, getting laid off causes so many worries. Making sure your kids have health care doesn't have to be one of them. Right now, it's important for you to know that Crossing Healthcare has an experienced pediatrics team here to help. Crossing provides care regardless of your insurance status. Our staff can schedule an appointment for your child, or you can always walk in for an urgent care appointment at our main clinic, seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Together, we will make it to the other side. Go to uwdecatur.org for help. Keeping up with the latest news is more important than ever. Luckily, you can listen to WSOY on all your devices, courtesy of Hickory Point Bank. Stream live programming to your phone, tablet, or computer, or activate the WSOY skill on your Amazon Echo. Just say the first time, Alexa, enable WSOY skill. Then after that, say, Alexa, open WSOY. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. KC is best known for its barbecue and the city of fountains. Well, KC is bringing that famous barbecue smoke taste to your city at the all-new Kansas City Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for a switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for a switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. Come on down to Kansas City Barbecue Pit at 2645 North Oakland Ave. A full menu of what KC's famous for. Barbecue ribs, rib tips, brisket, pork, chicken, turkey, Polish, smoked taters, baked beans, potato salad, coleslaw. They even got desserts. Check out $7 all-in meal specials. Seafood Saturday, Jerk Fridays. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 12 to 5. For info, call-in orders, call 217-220-6090. Ooh, we got 
step in your life can be your best, whether you're going to college, getting married, buying a home, or starting a business. The first step toward any new goal in life is First Mid Bank and Trust, because big plans start with smart money decisions. At First Mid, we're all about being here for you for everything that matters, all the way through a happy, well-funded retirement. Why leave the most important things to chance? Let us help you get there. Plan. Save. Protect. With First Mid. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Listen. Daily and nightly. Wow, what perfect timing with this song. We have the Vanilla Ice of Illini football coverage. If there was a Vanilla Ice of Illini football it would have to be Joey Wagner. It's not going to be Scott Ritchie. It's not going to be Tufts. It's going to be Joey. Joey joins us on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotline. You do know every word to Ice Ice Baby, right? Uh, I'm uh, not sure. I think I could pick it up as it was going on. I mean, I don't think could I could s- sit here and sing, sing them all right now. No, no, no. Head, but I, I could probably uh, get it going as, as I sing. <laughs> but if, okay, if you had the lyrics on a karaoke screen, you would get on a roll and pretty much nail them. I'd probably miss a couple words. Yeah. It's all right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would miss more than a couple, but I, look, people would have a, <laughs> just a running idea of what I was singing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, Illini football, I was pleased with the effort a week ago with, uh, 700 guys out, four-string quarterback comes in, and they still keep it to a single-possession game. I mean, that, that game is a push, depending on when it when people bet on it. It was seven for the most part, but it probably jumped when all the bodies went out. Um, was was Lovey pleased? I, I, what, what was the aftermath like? I mean, it definitely wasn't Wisconsin-like, right? I right. Mean, here, I, I kind of left that game, Eric, and it, it reminded me a little bit of last year against Michigan. I mean, the, the game just looked over in both instances. Yeah. And Michigan was, was just absolutely running over them. Um, Brandon Peters missed that game. Matt Robinson was in. And then this game, Purdue was running over them. And, you know, they're down to their fourth-string quarterback, Prime Taylor, who had, before Thursday, said he had gotten four or five reps in practice yeah. all week. And that makes sense. I mean, yeah. Look, you, people would be mad if in, a, if in a healthy circumstance they're giving the fourth-string guy a handful of reps in practice. It right. doesn't happen. You don't need to do that. So, I, you know, you look at everything, and there, there are reasons to say, you know, this team played much better than a week ago, especially when you kind of look at the circumstances. I think that's what, what Lovey looked at. The reality is, and, and he admits, the, the back seven, the, the pass coverage just hasn't been good. It hasn't been good for two games. They've got to get that figured out. That's a veteran group. They stopped the run, I thought, fairly well. Horvath had 100 yards, but they fed him a lot. And they got the running game going. And Karan Taylor, the four turnovers, obviously, were what did that in, right? One was the scoop and score. Sure. They just didn't put him in a good position. But he's a four-string kid. And you have a walk, a guy who is a walk-on tight end, converted O-lineman starting at left guard. I mean, they really pieced that game together and played fine. I mean, again, it's not the same feeling as Wisconsin. There are things that weren't good. I, I wasn't mad. I wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't as embarrassed per se. Not that I'm honestly embarrassed, but I wasn't embarrassed to be an Illini fan after uh, after Saturday. Yeah, Ron Taylor. I mean, you look at that kid. And you're like, that kid was fourth on the depth chart. He looked pretty good. You know, and and, and if you, I, I wasn't even mad about the turnovers. But if you take away the turnovers, they probably win the game. Or they're, they're at least tied late. You know, they've got a, a real shot. Yeah, he. I mean, I thought. Uh, he's probably the person I'm singularly most interested in watching this week because he's going to have a week of practice. And Lovey hasn't officially said Tron Taylor is going to start, but Matt Robinson left that field in the boot a week ago, so I, gotcha. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what that. <laughs> put put that together as you wish. I expect to see Tron Taylor out there on Saturday, and with a week of practice, you should see a better Tron Taylor. And you know, having time to work with him, you know what the guys talk about him, and Rob Smith talked about him. He's and he, he walked around with confidence, talked to his high school coach, Tim Thornton. If you remember those teams, those Troy High teams, when I think he ran over Eisenhower, didn't he, Crown Taylor? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That was a that was a state record game until I believe maybe the next day somebody broke that record. If I'm correct, I covered I covered it. Deer Creek Mackinac, Chicago Hope, Deer Creek Mackinac that year beat Moreau in the state title game. Oh, uh, it was a championship. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and so he, he carries confidence after the game. He had everybody in the locker room, and he he's not really carried himself like that four stringer who's afraid to speak up. I mean, he, he's a vocal kid. He's you know, there comes with a leadership position for being your quarterback, and he ran with it. So, you know, again, what's the week worth of practice look like? He's going up against the defense. I didn't very good in Minnesota. Was so, it was, <laughs> was it you that tweeted Karan Taylor missed a few snaps because he was so busy trying to motivate the defense? Yeah. Now, listen, I, I have my my doubts about the the validity of that. Story okay. Okay. That Rod Smith shared with us. Okay. But <laughs> that's what Rod Smith said, and if he said that, who who in the world am I to say? He's lying. I mean, I didn't see anything on the side, but you're not really looking for the four-string guy to be over there clapping around the defense and trying to get mm-hmm. things going. And so, I mean, if it's look, if that's really it, and I, I guess I shouldn't say I have questions. I, I, there's really no reason for me to believe otherwise. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but, but yeah, that, good for him, right? <laughs> does he strike you as that kind of guy? Now that you've heard, yeah, you know, heard yeah, from yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Everything adds up. It's just it's. I, I didn't see it, so I can't really say for sure. But that's what Rob's saying. So I, I guess I really. In retrospect, I'd say that I have no reason to not believe them. All right, Minnesota, this is a dangerous team coming in, but they come in 0-2. Are they hungry or are they battered? Uh, I mean, defensively, they're still figuring out. They lost a lot of a lot of guys to the NFL. Yeah, and the, yeah they've got to be hungry. And here's the thing. A hungry Minnesota offense is a problem, especially with this Illinois defense that has given no indication that it can stop the pass. Out of the four they losses have- between these two teams, the Maryland loss is the worst one out of the four. Yeah. Even worse oh, yeah. than a blowout at the hands of uh, Wisconsin. No doubt. Yeah. And, again, what, what's going to happen? I mean, I, this Illinois secondary is really the key. Cron Taylor is what I'm watching offensively. Defensively, you know, they struggle with David Bell. They should struggle with David Bell. That dude is a pro. He's going to be a pro a year from well, he's got next year. He's a sophomore. Two years from now, he's going to be in the NFL. Rashad Bateman, was, you know, he's going to be in the NFL next year. So they got to figure out how to stop him, how to contain him, I should say. And Tanner Morgan's is a veteran quarterback. He's better than Aiden O'Connell. So they're going to score points. They're going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball. So that's, I mean, that secondary has got to step up because the running defense has actually been pretty – I mean, they've been fair. They've not been dominating, but they've not been, you know, you know they've been fine. Yeah. you got got to show it up back there, especially with the veterans. All right, I want to uh, definitely want to get you to talk some basketball, you know, as we get closer, and especially your excitement about talking to Andre Curbelo this week. Yeah, we talked with him and Adam Miller today, and Andre Corbello is so interesting. I mean, I talked to him before he signed, and, he, you know, in Puerto Rico, he, he's a guy who's scoring 25, 30 points, doing whatever in the world he wants to do. He goes to Long Island Lutheran and New York as a freshman. He's looking around, and he's like, okay, they've got scores. That's not really something i got to do. I, I mean, I, I've got to figure out a different way to get on this court. Mm. So he goes in. He's not the guy. They put him as a four-man, and he gets in the middle of his zone and breaks him with passes. Wow. And he realized that passing is his ability to get on the court at a young age. So he does that. And then in his last two years, he really grew into the guy. And he was just dazzling. He can shoot. He can get to the rim. He can still just – and he'll break anybody with the pass. He's a really good passer. Brad Underwood's called him the best in the recruiting class in the country. Wow. Brad Underwood's not alone in saying that. And now he gets to Champaign, and he certainly doesn't have to be the guy. You know, he's got Iota Sumu, Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams, Adam Miller. He's not going to have to bring the ball up every time, and he shouldn't have to as a freshman. So he's saying, listen, i got to find other ways to do this, whether that's running the wing and shooting more, whether it's, you know, passing in other places more. But just his ability to adapt at every situation to figure out how to best play his role I mean, yeah. to come in as a freshman and recognize that is just, I mean, it's really impressive. Now, he's got to do it. We've got to see him do it. But he says all the right things, and he has always said all the right things since I've talked to him. So I, I he's an impressive kid. Adam Miller. I mean, they feel man, a little I, advanced for their age, don't they? At least how they handle, probably how they handle interviews, but how they speak, you know, just from things I've Yeah, no doubt. You know, they've been around interviews for years, right? But they, their answers are thoughtful. Adam Miller, if you look at him as freshman, and this is nothing against Io, but Io is substantially bigger now than he was his freshman year. Yeah, Adam is just a big freshman. He is a strong-looking kid. He can shoot the snot out of the ball. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him in that starting five on November 25th. Yeah. Provided that's when the season goes on. Yeah, so we, do we need more news on a schedule? Nothing, right? Nothing. We know Duke and Baylor sounds like that could be, according to Matt Norlander of CBS, I think it was Matt Norlander, that would be December 2nd in Indianapolis. So you're looking at Baylor the 2nd, Duke the 8th. Wow. Two top ten teams in six days. So I need to figure out what you got right there. Absolutely. But take the, take a swing. Freshmen, I mean, they don't have it, – it's so different. They, they have the ability to be the guy, but they don't have to be the guy because of Isle, because of Trent, because of Kofi, because of Georgie. So I think – I mean, we've talked about it for months, Eric. This is it's an incredibly deep team, and yeah. these are really well-put-together freshmen physically and mentally. I've got this feeling – and tell me if I should get rid of this. That it, I can't remember exactly what was said, but it didn't feel like Miller wanted to come here if Io was here. We think Io is going to leave. Miller commits. Io comes back. Are they are they good? Was there beef, yeah, I mean, or was that just good. being the man? I don't. Yeah, I don't know that there. Adam certainly never said that. I mean, I heard you know. Look, I mean, just different people talked, and okay, you, you can see. And I wouldn't even say different people in any camp. I mean, media people are speculating. Fans are speculating. I, you could see where there would be a level of truth. I, I frankly, I don't know if there is a level okay. of truth to what that was, but I don't get any impression that that's a vibe. And someone asked Adam about that today, and he said, man, I was a pro. I awesome. get a chance to go up against a pro every single day. Oh, that's he awesome. He does not take a break if I, you know, he, he attacks me every time. I leave with bumps and cuts and scratches <laughs> every day. How cool I, is this? I cherish that. I know how important that is. And DeMonte and Adam Miller go back year, decades. I mean, they, they grew up together in Peoria. So any you know, anything that would have been, if there could have been, I guess, a, an issue, DeMonte could have smoothed it over. I, I don't think there's any issue at all. I think they it, recognize it. might have just been a playing time statement. You know, I, yeah, I, I it just. It could have been. I mean, and look, and either from way. From a high school, from right? a 16-year-old kid. You know, even if there yeah. was something said. Yeah, so so be it. We're. Good. It feels like that. That those. That's right there is awesome. That, you know, everything. Uh, yeah, I don't sense any issue, and I think they both recognize. Whoa! Look what we've got here. Yeah. And let's just let's get this thing through because it, it can be really really good. Do you think? Do, do you think Miller and Corbello are, are future pros? I mean, even if it's a sniff. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Miller is a four year kid. Uh, but just I think he's just got the body for it. He's yeah. Obviously, got all the talent in the world. Cabello could be, I mean, people have kind of likened Cabello to a Cassius Winston. Okay. But he's just going to break people for four years. And he, he's smart. He's heady. He said, if I get to the league, I, you know, I'll know how to adapt in situations. What we talked about earlier where, you know, how do I fit into this team? He said, if I'm playing overseas, I'll know how to do it. You know, Is he Adam saying Miller, the term four years? Like he's planning on this, a, this isn't a kid that, that wants to get out as soon as he gets some love? We'll see. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think he's never come out and said it. But Anybody grow? Okay. Would, okay. Yeah. 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 Anybody could grow into that. I mean, it's just part of it, you know. But. Yeah, and he, look, he's going to be really impressive really fast. I think they both are. I think Coleman Hawkins has some kind of under-the-radar abilities, uh, especially, you know, we knew we haven't gotten an injury update, but we knew there were a couple guys missing a month ago when they started this. We'll see, but Corbell no. has put on 21 pounds since he got to Champagne Miller about 17. Oh, wow, Miller 17. I saw you tweeted Corbello's. So, so is that like just is that like chest strength for Curbelo? Yeah, yeah. So Curbelo said he got sick in January and he lost a lot of weight. He wanted to come in at this anyway, but people. I mean, I think everyone's talked a lot about their strength and conditioning coach Adam Fletcher. Yeah, he's a maestro. I mean, if uh-huh. you go to his Instagram and look at before and afters with some of these guys, did he come with Brad? It, Oh, come on, Eric. That was before I Oh, uh, sorry. Him. Sorry, my bad. I, I think so. I think so. I, mean, I don't want to, I don't want to hold that. Big. It's not an obvious, it's not an obvious answer. That's okay. That's okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, this excitement, I get it. There should be. I mean, this is. Sure would be nice to win a football game, wouldn't it? Just in your life? <laughs> I covered a couple last year. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be nice yeah, to grab one, though. It's, you know, this week's really, this is so important for football. I mean, the Minnesota defense leaves it open. To, to write everything at the right time. I, I don't know that it's going to happen. Rutgers is probably the most likely option, but you'll still be without Brandon Peters. So I. Yeah. Oof. What do you say <laughs> when people ask you about high school basketball right now? I don't really know what to say anymore. It's like, okay, I think they're going to try it. We don't know for sure. I've heard some yeah, schools. Actually, some schools are off the record. You know. 
yeah, I've got to return a call, I think, to, to maybe get some background after this. I don't know. Um, I really don't know. You know, it, we know DPS, right? We know their stance. They're mm-hmm. not doing anything until they're in school, and they're yeah. not going to be in school until January. So then what? Uh, and it sounds like they're going to they're going to lean with the Illinois Department of Public Health, which means it doesn't really matter unless mm-hmm. something changes on that front. I've been so I've been told by somebody off the record that that they and I would never say who, but I'll say what that that the IHSA may be letting kids transfer to other schools without having to sit. You know, and you wonder that, right? And here's what I wonder: that that's a really big door to open because I don't know there's a way to close it again. And how do you, how do you like, how do you ever yeah and that that really gets gets tough but at the same time do you want to stand in the way of a kid who's trying to play basketball he's trying to get taste it's hard it's hard I mean there's no easy answer the I think you could close is, the door again but it's going to come with some rule changes yeah so they're going to have to be prepared and, to have a conversation about you know what maybe maybe we do like kids transfer one time or something what however they however they want to go about changing the rules because. But believe it or not, there is a way for kids to get through life with athletics. Uh, yeah. And then suddenly yeah. they're good enough and they go to college. And while they're at college, they find something they're, else they're good at. And suddenly they've got a job and they may have been nothing. And, you know, just look at some former athletes that are getting mixed up in things that are happening in this town. That's the kind of thing that motivates me to, to just want to say, hey, whatever's going to get you to go to school and pass, let's let mm-hmm. them do it. Now, you don't want I the, do. you don't want the coaches. Who, who want to be deceitful to take advantage of that opportunity. But, and that, that's the fine line you got to walk. You don't want, it's a tough walk, man. And, you know, I, it can't I'm become not, a recruiting game, you know, it can be. And, and I really want to put this last week when the IHSA did what the IHSA did, I understand. I know it was a lot of people said, you know what? Thank you. And I think there's a level to that for the IHSA. They said, we have a plan. We're going to trust our plan, but it really, there's a level of emptiness to it because you know from what we've seen since March that the governor's office, the Illinois Department of Public Health, they're not going to blink. And so what's going to happen here? Someone's got to give. And the IHSA basically, well, it's not going to be us anymore. And the other party said, it's never been us. So now you've got school districts who have got to figure out what in the world to do, what the ramifications are of whatever decision they make. Yeah. And, it, look, it, it opened the door. The IHSA opened the door, and I'm not trying to knock them because I, I recognize the value of what they did. Yeah. But that is a very complicated path forward just in the sense that school districts have to make some decisions here. And what are those decisions going to be? What are they going to look like? And I feel like the school districts are, are like, okay, if everybody's in, I'm in. You know, but are, are they going to talk to each other? Or are they just going to make somebody come public with it first, you know? Well, I, look, I think there are some, some meetings and conferences going on where they say, where, where there's a feeling out process of what's going on. And they should do and, that anyway, and also talk about how to do it safely. And you know what? You can come out and prove the governor wrong if you do it safely, and maybe he'll be like, okay, at least they're doing this, 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 and this. They're following all these guidelines. If, you know, but well, is that going to come with with a level of, of a, or a threat of punishment? And what is that punishment? Yeah. So you see, I, I'm with you. I, I know if it's know about public about. funding, that doesn't matter to private schools. <laughs> yeah, so. and can, will that hold up beyond the threat? Yeah, can they realistically hold that up? Liability. I mean, that that word got thrown around the very second after the IHSA. Oh, announced. it's the number one. If school has a kid get sick and, and go home and, and get somebody sick and they pass away, a kid, God forbid, pass away, school or, or school district. I mean, I don't I don't know how liability necessarily works, but no, it's, it's not going to reflect great on the reason? schools. Can you trace it back to a game? Can you trace it back to a practice? It's a pandemic. It's hard to trace. Yeah. Other, you know, someone posed to me, if they say, you know, could, could they wipe it? If you play, could they wipe full liability? I'm not reporting that. You know, there, there are different it's ways to make this punishment. So it's it's hard. And how much are they going to want to do that? I, I mean, again, I, I'm not trying to knock the IHSA. I understand why they did what they did. I think it opened a lot of doors. But there's so much confusion coming out of that. And they, they had to do it they did because the communication just hasn't been there. As we understand it, it's been terrible. I've seen what people have said to the IHSA, and I would have done the same thing. You're going to knock us like we control everything. We don't control everything. All right, here you go. Look, they took a lot of pun- – I've, I've said it on here. They've taken a lot of punches from yeah. March, and I just think those were misdirected punches from a lot of people because – Because of ignorance. They didn't want to get into a spitting mask publicly, but eventually they said, listen. All right, here you go. You go ahead against the governor. <laughs> and, and I wonder. 
if that announcement wouldn't have come on the Tuesday, I think Tuesday, Wednesday are my days. The day before, but, though, yeah. yeah. If that announcement doesn't come, is this the same result? Was that a, was this something that, like, you know what, we're done with it? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's so many different levels of anger from different people that this is just where we ended up, and it probably could have been solved in some part by better communication. And we've learned the value of communication over the last seven months. We find different ways to do it, and we understand how it can help in so many ways. We've yeah. always known. I don't think it would ever been always- solved because I don't think I think the governor's opinion with the scientists is going to stay, you know, and the doctors, and they're just not going to budge. They're not going to give people a chance, and I don't know if they would ever come off of it. And so will we have a winter season for some schools and an abbreviated spring season? Are other schools going to try to play every single sport they've got outside of golf, cross country, and baseball, softball, track in the spring? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking at what you know, it could be a boys and girls basketball season, a football, a volleyball, a soccer. Well, I heard a good idea. Take take the, 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 the moved fall or spring indoor medium risk sports and play them now. Start volleyball now. You know, it, it's like whatever you can play, you know, and, and see what kind of winter we're having. I don't know if you want to try to play soccer now. Whatever. <laughs> I think they're high risk, but whatever else was medium risk, it's, it's, it's time to change things. Go ahead and shuffle up the seasons just so you can get some games in. But everybody has to yeah. be on one page. So, Joey, Everybody's we appreciate it. On one page and you're moving it. It's tough, man. And it's impossible. I hope we see basketball, but it's, it's tough. Appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun uh, in Champaign on Saturday. All right, man. Have a good weekend. Joey Wagner, Hell Sports Writer. That game, of course, it started at two thirty. Pre-game, excuse me, at one thirty. We'll start. Uh, we'll start at one thirty here on WSOY, and uh, also streaming at Nauticator.com. Quick break. When we come back, Mark Tupper with a quick uh, setup for Sport Talk with him and Tim K. Next, don't go anywhere. Considering buying a car battery from the same place you buy milk and eggs or one of those car parts stores? Buy your battery from the place that knows batteries, Rex Battery. I'm Laurie, and in about 15 minutes, we'll test your old one, install a new one, and clean up all the contacts, many times for less than you would pay someplace else. With 75,000 batteries on our shelves right now, I am sure we have one for your car. At Rex Battery, we are hyper super serious about one thing batteries. You need a car battery today? We've got one for you right now. Rex Battery, giving Central Illinois an extra every day. Rex with a double X battery. Generations of power. You're not in this alone. We're all in this together. For parents, getting laid off causes so many worries. Making sure your kids have health care doesn't have to be one of them. Right now, it's important for you to know that Crossing Healthcare has an experienced pediatrics team here to help. Crossing provides care regardless of your insurance status. Our staff can schedule an appointment for your child, or you can always walk in for an urgent care appointment at our main clinic, seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Together, we will make it to the other side. Go to uwdecatur.org for help. This year, business as usual has been anything but. At Busey Bank, we know you still have financial goals. Our team is here to develop plans and help build. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.